Welcome to the Your Living Life Legacy Matters Broadcasting Network, powered by the Faith-Based Cause Initiative and its affiliates. Uh, I have <laughs> just a tickle, tickle inside me and the joy inside me to really be able to uh, introduce our uh, special guest. Um, to give you a little background about the Faith-Based Cause Initiative, it actually uh, began approximately uh, 18 years ago. Uh, and it, it began with the uh, foresight of our co-chair, uh, Dr. Pastor William Reveille, who at the time uh, we all thought he was a little kooky because he wanted us to eat a plant-based diet. We actually uh, would refer to his buddies like uh, Dick Gregory and uh, the Honorable Elijah Muhammad uh, as all peas in the pot. Uh, we just did not understand uh, why they wanted us to change our diet. And so uh, we locked arms together, that is my chairman and, and myself being a professional uh, a marketer and a professional group builder and begin to try to offer uh, plant-based products from a supplementation perspective. Uh, we discovered quite quickly that we were not able to serve the community of color or the underserved community with those solutions because they were quite pricey. Uh, they really could not understand paying the proper price for a, a chelated uh, product uh, that would absorb within their system. They did not understand liquids or, or they just didn't understand the delivery system of supplementation at that time. So when we fast forward, we're so pleased to share with you, although we do want to take the shortcut and make sure people's life legacy is established by providing them guaranteed assurance, mm -hmm. where it, regardless of what their health is, regardless of what their uh, you know credit is, we will guarantee them through our life legacy assurance program that we can stabilize them financially. But the key with your life legacy is your triple underline living life legacy and how do we get you to have a living life legacy well we get you to live and so this particular guest is a professional her uh, uh, um, her um, scholastical uh, achievement is just uh, not representative of what she really does mm -hmm. She's been able to make the transition and understand that the need to continue to adjust the conversation uh, so that the Center for Disease Control statistics on obesity, on diabetes, on hypertension, stop going like a hockey puck. That means it's going up like this, okay? It's not going like this is going up like this and so she's been able to develop some programs that I want you guys to to listen to her we want to lock arms with her not just you we want you to please each one of you teach one of you and move forward so without further ado our special guest uh, our plant based nutritional expert our fitness expert our all around living 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 life legacy expert, uh, Lisa Smith, welcome. Thank you. Thank you so much for having me today. Thank you for having 
an opportunity to take time out of your very busy schedule. I look into your eyes and I see that you're in the difficult uh, field, but the joyful field of saving lives. Yes. So what information can you share with us uh, and, and just take us from the beginning to where we can get stabilized and then we'll look at the future, okay? Yeah, absolutely. So much of what you said is really important in that the increase in chronic conditions, the increase in chronic disease um, in our community is at an all-time high. And that was brought to the forefront even more with the pandemic, right, as those populations were the most vulnerable. And so it's essential that we have a clear understanding of how what we put in our body has one of the biggest impacts on our life expectancy, on our longevity, and on our quality of life while we're here. And so what I do is I teach a whole food plant-based lifestyle. I created a company about three years ago called the Black Health Academy. And our mission at the academy is to eradicate the most common chronic diseases which disproportionately impact people of color. So everything you mentioned, right? Hypertension, high cholesterol, type two diabetes, obesity, heart disease, autoimmune disease, different types of cancer can all be mitigated with our plate. Right? So we have to eliminate the foods that are causing the inflammatory responses, that are causing the high blood pressure, that's causing the obesity, uh, that's causing our immune system to be suppressed, and using whole real plants that Mother Nature provided to heal ourselves from the inside out, as opposed to relying on prescribed drugs to temporarily sustain life but not extend life. And so that's what I teach, and it is a powerful, powerful tool once you master it. Well, you know what? I'm going to slow you down a bit. Okay. Because uh, <laughs> this is like uh, medicine to my soul. Yeah. Uh, if you consider yourself being a person that's a little sick, which uh, we all are a little sick in, in, in various ways, when I hear um, Sister Smith speak about uh, mm-hmm. really the things that are necessary to have that longevity Mm -hmm. that we all want to have I really want to let the audience get it and if I can have her share with you a little bit uh, while there is no shortcut because I share with people that are in the fitness genre all the time that um, I just don't really think working out works at all I think it needs to be actually explained like it is you want to live long or die quick so it's called a lifestyle, wouldn't it be? Absolutely. A lifestyle prescription. Mm-hmm. So if you were to write the audience a lifestyle prescription, mm-hmm. you know, what would you, or can I ask you that? Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Okay, I don't mean like cheat or get none for free, <laughs> but uh, I was going to ask you off camera anyway. So a listening audience, pay attention to uh, Sister Smith. She's going to share with you some pearls of wisdom yeah. as it relates to a lifestyle prescription. Yeah, absolutely. So there are different modalities and aspects of health that would need to be in the prescription. If well, I'm, that's a big word now, that modality thing. Absolutely. So get, translate that for a y- younger audience. Yeah, health doesn't just happen in the kitchen and it doesn't just happen in the gym. There's oh. aspects to health that a diet can't solve and that a workout can't solve. Actually, the number one indicator of our um, life expectancy and longevity is our social connections. So your relationships, your um, intimacy with other humans, your connection to your community, and how you serve has one of the biggest impacts on your health. So we can eat a perfectly plant-based diet. We can work out several times a week, but those aren't the only components to optimal health. And I think that's important to know because people get frustrated that I've changed my diet, I'm working out and I'm not seeing the results. 
well, you haven't worked on that broken relationship with your parent. You haven't worked on, worked on that broken relationship with your spouse. You're still holding anger from a, a divorce or a loss many years ago, and that lowers the frequency in different organs in your body, which makes them more susceptible for disease. So we have to understand the emotional intellig intelligence component as well as the dietary and fitness component to help. <laughs> Boy, I... <laughs> I, I, I'm, just, I'm just overwhelmed uh, because I know uh, what uh, Sister Sue is talking about is true. And as I would share with uh, our audience, which again, as you guys know, we do in bands, 20 and under, okay. 40 and under, 60 and under, 80 and under. And then the real uh, group that our uh, chairman now heads up is 80 and over. But we want to share with you that when you talk about, uh, again, the whole issue of your living life legacy matters, um, Sister Smith is very, very well uh, uh, qualified <laughs> to talk to you about uh, relationships to talk to you about the importance of relationships. Mm -hmm. And I know myself, uh, and I, I guess I was blessed or cursed by being a man, you know, I, I, I tend to learn the importance of relationships and the stability of relationship a little later in life. And so did that cause me to be a, a little unhealthy? Mm -hmm. Well, in retrospect, it certainly did. Mm -hmm. So can you speak a little bit, um, Sister Smith, about the importance, as you all already alluded to, with mental stability mm -hmm. and mental health, especially during mm -hmm. a pandemic and mm -hmm. how it's very important to, to keep a watch on that? Yeah, it really and truly is because all emotions are um, are a physical manifestation of our thoughts. And so when you are in a place where you've reached a level of emotional intelligence and self-awareness, where you can identify the root of your emotions um, and you can properly react to them without utilizing unhealthy behaviors, you're really elevating on a different frequency because um, how sharp we are mentally, um, the thoughts that we think manifest on our body in a cellular level. So it's really, really important that we pair emotional intelligence and work just as hard on mental health as we do with our physical health in the kitchen and in the gym. And so working on those relationships, getting in spaces where you are in harmony, mind, body, and spirit is exceptionally important. Um, and then you double that down with proper hydration, proper plants every day, you know, movement, and you are the walking bill of health. Wow. Yeah. You know, I, and that's, again, uh, repeats uh, lessons learned when yeah. I was uh, doing master training work with um, Tony Robbins. He's always uh, tell us uh, a really um, secret to having a very uh, effective uh, conversation uh, because we were all motivational speakers or whatever we thought we were. We were just talking, <laughs> certainly not at your level. <laughs> and I didn't see you at master training school. <laughs> Let me tell you, I'm going to your school. Uh, quick movements. So when Sister uh, Smith talks about movements, quick movements, fast movements, getting up, getting active. Mm -hmm. uh, we like words like spark, ignite. You know, uh, these types of things are important to a person really at least being ready for the healing process. Yeah. So if you could share with us um, just... No, I mean, we don't want to cheat, yeah, okay? But no we, we we want some shortcuts. I Absolutely. mean, we want some things that that, that are that, that we can do, like uh, as we uh, just wake up in the morning yes. uh, and go to bed at night. What could you share with us, Sister Smith? Oh yes, the, my favorite tool in the tool bag that will change your life that you can start immediately is consuming 25 ounces of water within the first 30 minutes of waking every single day. 
to make the very first thing on your palate to be water. Within the first 30 minutes of waking, 25 ounces, room temperature preferably, right? If you want to increase the alkalinity of that water, you can add citrus like lemon or lime, and it will begin to reset your taste buds. It's gonna increase your metabolic rate by 30%. Um, it's going to avoid that mid-afternoon blood sugar crash, because most of us are starting our day with caffeine and sugar, right? Um, so starting it with water is going to definitely increase your energy. It's going to help you to eliminate waste. It is a powerful, powerful, powerful tool just simply hydrating um, and just helping you think clear. A lot of times if you have a really good, well-read mental health specialist, that's one of the first things they'll assign you to do is start drinking water just so you can start navigating your emotions and your thoughts properly, thinking clearly. It's usually the brain fog that is in our way of getting clear and working through a lot of our issues. So if there was one tangible tip, it would be start hydrating top of the morning every day and ditch the caffeine, ditch the sugar. Wow, you know, um, our chairman is a specialist on water. Uh -huh. uh, he did work in Ghana, uh, and uh, he will be going back to Ghana sometime yes. soon, or at least we'll be having him here at least three to six months out of the uh, year if we can get him to come back. Yeah. He has a tendency to go to Africa and just get lost. <laughs> so uh, our chairman basically shared with us the importance of water, and to have you articulate it, I able to understand that your level okay. and so uh, for our uh, again audience at large when mm -hmm. we talk about 25 uh ounces of water and mm -hmm. I'd be one, two, three. Oh, about four glasses? <laughs> about four glasses. All right, how about that, guys? When you get up in the morning, four glasses. Absolutely. Now, I'm not going to give you guys a break. I'm not uh, as uh, eloquently um, skilled as Sister Smith in terms of this conversation here, but just Google it. You don't drink four glasses of ice water. And there's a reason for that because it's going into your system. That's right. So we're not trying to have you in prison and give you a, a shock treatment. Yeah. That is your organs. You may think it tastes good, but uh, again, the documentation is there, is it not? Yes, Sister yes it is. Absolutely. Room temperature or hot water is much better for your digestive system, 100%. Room temperature or what? Hot. Hot. Yes. Interesting. Yes. Last cheating point before you go to bed at night. We yes. passed the 7 p.m. Should we be eating uh, some big, huge meal, or what should we be doing? It really depends on the individual's lifestyle and the energy exertion throughout multiple times a day. But if you're turning down around that time, because we ideally want to be turning down and preparing for a restful state when the sun is going down. We, I, we preferably want to operate with Mother Nature and the sun. Um, but so if you're turning down around that time of night, something light, something fibrous, like fruit. Fruit has the shortest digestion period of anything you'll eat. Fruit is nothing but structured water. So ending the day with some fruit would be ideal and best to, for moving into a restful state to get more quality and better sleep. Well, there you go, uh, <laughs> my beloved listening audience. Um, on behalf of our Faith-Based Cause Initiative Chairman, uh, Mr. Dr. Pastor William Reveille, our CEO, uh, Mr. Gregory P. Garland, uh, I'm pleased to have brought you uh, just a treasure, and we're looking for uh, just the, the, as soon as we can get uh, our beloved sister Smith back, as soon as we can get her link up on our My FBIC website, she is our fitness person <laughs> of choice, especially if you understand that a conversation 
the spoken word mm -hmm. can heal the soul. Absolutely. And she just speaks it so eloquently. So thank you so much, Mrs. Smith. Thank you. It was a pleasure. Bye now. Thank you, listening audience.